Sechta Chagiga, Dr. Zion of Base, page 16, side B. So the Mishnah concludes that Harishonim, the first one of each one of these pairs that we mentioned, Hoyunisim, they were the leaders. Vishnim Lahem Abezdin, and those that were mentioned, the second of each pair, that was the head of the Bezdin, the head of the court. That's the Mishnah we'll do now, the Gemara. So the Gemara, Tonda Rabbonon, Learned in Abraisa that Shloisha Mezugis Horishonim, that the three Tanoim of the first three pairs that the Mishnah mentioned, they said not to lean. That means Yosef ben Yehazir, Yeshua ben Prachi, Yehuda ben Tabai. And also Vishnaim, Mezugis Achronim, and also the two of the second pairs that were mentioned in the Mishnah, that Shaomru Lismaich, that said that you should lean, which is Shmaya. And Hillel. All the first ones, they were leaders. And those who were mentioned in secondary, which is Yosef and Yechanan, Nita Harbeilishim, and Meshotach, Avtalian, and Shammai, they all were Avois Best in the head of the Best. That was Rameir. They say Yehuda ben Tabai of Bezdin. Yehuda ben Tabai was the head of the Bezdin. Shimon ben Shotach, in this case, Shimon Shotach, that argued, uh, and he was the Nasi. So Gemara is going to prove, like Rameh, So who's the Tane who learned the following Raisa? Omer Rabbi Yudu ben Tabai. Rabbi Yudu ben Tabai said, he used a language of a oath. Ereb I shall not see the comfort, which means I'm not going to see he uses the word Ereb in the but it means Imloi Harakti Eitzoimim. But because he did, which means the, the comfort of Tzian, it's like a Shavuah, Imloi Harakti Eitzoimim, if just he himself was Muslim. Which means like this, you had two witnesses came before, for the, before him for job, and they testified that a certain individual is liable for death. And based on their testimony, the other person was completed his judgment that he's supposed to uh, get Mrs. Bezdin. But before, Bezdin had a chance to uh, do the penalty, the death penalty, so other witnesses came and they pushed away, they were mazim, uh, the testimony of the first witnesses. So, Yehuda ben Tabai ruled that they should uh, kill him. He, here it was, one witness was only. Normally we need both of the witnesses to be uh, Muslim. But here he says, even if it was one, and the reason he did that is This is just so to take out from the heart, from the views of these Sudokim who didn't agree with the Chachomim. They would say that you're not going to kill the Edim Zemimim, those who were pushed away. They won't get the death penalty unless the one who they tried to kill was actually killed before they were Muslim. 
But if they were Muslim before he was killed, they wouldn't get it, they said. So he said that he's going to give him the death penalty anyways. So he says the other way around. He makes the Shavua just the other way. He says, Ereb in that he says you, you have poured pure blood and you, you, you killed a person an innocent person that you cannot kill until they're both been Muslim they've been both been pushed away not just one witness of that and also and they won't get Malchus in a case where they Testified that the person is Chayv Malkus and they were Muslim. Actually, you need them both to be Muslim. They also won't pay Muslim until both of them will be Muslim. So now, immediately, Yudu Ben Tabai accepted upon himself. He's not going to rule any halacha only in front of Shimon Ben Shotach. So if he makes a mistake, he's going to teach him. And call Yom of Shal Yudim and Tabai, all the days of Yudim and Tabai, he would spread himself out on the grave of the person that was killed to ask him forgiveness. And the voice of Yudim and Tabai can be heard when he was lying on his grave. Uh, and at nighttime, or even in the daytime, when the people didn't hear him, they were thinking that whose voice that were they hearing is the one that was killed. So Yudin Tabi said, that's my voice, and I'll bring you a proof that it's my voice. Next day when he dies, which means when he's going to die, then you won't hear the voice, so you'll know that it was my voice while I was alive. So what do we see from here? Like Rameir said, that the Shema ben Shotach, uh was the uh, was the Abbezdin, and Yud ben Tabai said that he's not going to uh, rule without him. So uh, Shema ben Shotach was the Abbezdin, Yud ben Tabai was the Nasi. That's like Rameir said. So, how did he prove that it's his voice because when he dies it won't be the voice anymore? Perhaps it's actually the voice of the person that was killed. And why did it stop after Tabai passed away? Is because Piyusa Paisa. Because he appeased them after the death, Yud ben Tabi appeased them, or Bedina Tabi, or he demanded uh, Yud ben Tamai, the one who was killed, in the heavenly court, and therefore he doesn't uh, make any sound. His voice doesn't sound anymore. So the Gemara, Moni Ho, the Gemara is going to prove now that this Brisa, going to go back to the proof, is like who. If he goes according to the mayor, was the head of the court, and was the leader. That's why uh, he would. Before that story happened, he would uh, 
Moedi halacha, he would do halacha by himself, even if neishim ben shatach, even if neishim ben shatach, because the nosi is greater than the abbezdin, and he's allowed to rule in front of it. Ali amrit kirabona, but if we say it's like the rabona, the amrit they say Yehuda ben Tabai abbezdin that Yehuda ben Tabai was the head of the bezdin, and neishim ben shatach nosi, neishim was the leader. So the question is, how could Yehuda ben Tabai be teaching halach in front of Shem ben Shatach before that happened? Is an Abbezdin allowed to then teach halachi? Nasi is greater than Abbezdin. And an Abbezdin is not allowed to teach halach in front of him. So the Gemara Loi, no, it's not a, good pro- not a good proof. It's possible that Yehuda ben Tabai never ruled the by himself in front of Shem ben Shatach. But maybe when he killed the eight Zoymim, Shem ben Shatach wasn't there. So what does it mean, my kibble of love? What does it mean now that he accepted part of himself that he's not going to do halacha only in front of Shem ben Shatach? The Ko'amar, the Dabrai says, that means that means to combine it for the Torah that he accepted that. That, in other words, even to uh, combine yourself with the Torah, he won't do it only with Shimon ben Shatach as a, an additional person. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, Yotzer Menachem Veniknas Shamay. Menachem left and Shamay went in. Where did Menachem go? Abayi Omar. Abayi said, "The Tarbusro, He went out to the bad ways. Rav Amar, Rav said, He went out to the work of the king. Tamin Amehochi. We also learned so, like the words of Rav. Yotzo Menachem Lavedas Hamelach. The Menachem left to the service of the king. The Yotzu Imoy Shmoinim Zugeis Tamidim, and eighty pairs of students went out levushing Sirikoin. Were wearing uh, garments of uh, government garments. Never take a never be cheap in your eyes. Because leaning on Yontev is only also because of a shvus. Because that is included in the decree of the Chacham not to ride on an animal. And this is a, bit, a disagreement in the greater of the generation in our Mishnah whether you're allowed to lean on a Karma Yontav or not. It's obvious that you're not allowed to cheapen in a Shavuz with Rabbonah. What is it that Yachna coming to teach us? And the Gemara says, Shavuz mitzvah is A Shavuz in something which is a mitzvah. And the Chachamim don't allow to do it on Shabbos. So Rabbi Yechanan needed to tell you that it should not be light in your eyes. Also by Shavuz of Mitzvah, it's absolutely, it should be Mizalza. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yechanan is coming to tell you, He's coming to exclude the opinion of a holds that in Smicha itself, they're arguing, which means that the Tanoim and our Mishnah were disagreeing, is there an obligation of smicha by Shlomim, which are mandatory or not? 
So the reason for those that prohibit to smicha is not because of a shvus, because of the rabbanah, but they hold that there's no obligation of smicha even the week that komash melon. So Rechner is telling you that within shvus who the pligi that what they're arguing about is whether you permitted the ayam to the shvus in the place of mitzvah or not. But on a weekday, everybody agrees that even Shalmi Chayva requires smicha. So that's what he's teaching us through that, that you have smicha for uh, Shalmi Chayva. From the fact that Rabbi Yechonen explained that the Machlikis is, is a Shavuz permitted when there's a mitzvah, so from here we learn that when you require smicha, it's with all your strength. And that's why you're not allowed to do it on Yanta because you are using uh, an animal. If you are saying that you don't need it to be with all your strength, my COVID, what is he doing by leaning on it? Let him lean on it. He's not using the Balchayim. So why should it be Osir? I'll ask you a question. It says in the Braise, on the Posik in Mayikro, Perikala Posik based through Dalit, it says, Dabir ibn Yisrael, speak to the Yidden, and the Posik the says, they're not the Yakim, it says, Vesomach, you should lean, Somach Yodra Sha'ila. So from here we learn that Bnei Yisrael Semchim, that it says Bnei Yisrael over there, that only the males of the Yidden are leaning. Bnei Yisrael Semchim, but the daughters of Israel do not lean, it's prohibited to lean on the car. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yishmael, Rabbi Yaisi and Yishmael say, Bnei Yisrael are not obligated to lean, but if they want, they have a right to lean. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi, Sochli Abelozer, Abelozer related to me, Pam Achas Hoyolon, or Egel, Shalzif Cheshlamim. We once had a calf of an offering of Shlomim, and we brought it to the woman's section, the woman leaned on it, it's not, we did so, because Smicha is mandatory by women, it's just to make a pleasantness, uh, make them a good feeling for the women, so this is evident that it is permissible for them to lean. That's the uh, that the proof that he brings. So the question of Barchami is: If you think you need smicha with all your koyach, so that means that this is considered avoda. So how did you allow women to do that? Just to do a Nice, uh, good feeling for the women. We're gonna do avoid the bakotchim. Ela lavshem amino loybeinon b'chol koyche. So from here we know that you don't need all the strength. So there's no avoid the bakotchim, and that's why they allow the women to do that. And the Gemara says no. That's not a proof. Loyma emalach. Really, I will tell you, beinon b'chol koyche. We need to do with all the strength. Why do we allow for women to lean? It's talking about the Omar lehu akfu yidaychu. He tells the woman that they should make their hands l- light 
on top of the behemoth. Don't lean with all the strength. So that should not be avoid the bekochim. So in that case, why did Abeloza need to say He's saying not because there is no. It's not because we have to have smichanoshim. Typically, they know the smicha klal. You should say this is mechal not smicha because they didn't lean with all their kaiches. This is one or another thing. Abelazar said one reason. There's another reason he could have said, Number one, they let the women lean. Because it's not because they didn't do it. In order to make for them a pleasant spirit, they allowed it. So the Papa said, Rabbi that says that the Isur lean is because it's a Shavuot, Shmaimeno Tzadot Masurim. So from here we can also understand that also using the side of the Rehima, which is not the regular place of use, it's also because of a Shavuot, not only on the top of the Rehima. This, Hakadaytach Tzadim Mutarim, if we should say Tzad is Mutar, so why don't we lean on the side of the, like on the head of the Rehima. The head is considered like the side. So that should also tell you that the sides are awesome.